If I gave a fuck what y'all think, y'all think I would be doing this? Welcome to the FMFU podcast. The podcast is from me for us. Vulgar but true, real and never fake. I'm your host Ayo Reese and I've got a lot of shit on my mind today so let's get into it. Happy Friday people and always welcome to another enlightening episode of the FMFU podcast. The podcast that's vulgar but true, real and never fake. I took a week off last week because I ain't gonna front. A nigga was tired. In my mind, it just seemed that I just had too much going on, so I decided to step back, take a break, and reset. But, that's over with. It's a new week. I'm here, and I'm back. If I were Tim Cook and the boys over at Apple, I'd be proud to announce that we have finally officially made it to episode X. I mean, excuse me. Episode 10. Sorry, Timmy. Don't blow my iPhone battery up now or your ass gonna cost me $29 to replace it. Jerk. Hey, speaking of Apple, though, the birds been chirping or tweeting. I've been reading online and rumor has it that the iPhone 10, man, it's hard for me to say that because I normally just say X and don't give a fuck, but I'll call it what it is for quote unquote professional purposes. But anyways, the iPhone 10 is reportedly being discontinued in June of this year to make way for some new iPhones at the end of the year. Nothing too out of the ordinary because Apple releases a new iPhone every year. But my point is, anybody with an iPhone 10 might want to make sure they keep their super crispy because if they really discontinuing them, that shit might end up being a collector's item that you can resell down the line. You know how them rich nerds be online? They be wanting to buy it off of you on like eBay or Craigslist or some shit. Maybe for some bands. You know how them motherfuckers be talking. Dude, collector anniversary item. I need it, bro. <laughs> Maybe not, but you know I'm always thinking of ways to make these moves. Speaking of money moves, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff, aka the Migos, dropped Culture 2 last Friday. And I gotta say, I like it. I'm going to go ahead and say that shit is fire. Not enough fire to melt all the snow we just got blasted with here in the Northeast, but <laughs> fire enough to rock out to. I've been listening to it all week, and I think my favorite track is Too Much Jewelry. Well, if you really know me, you'd know that that's probably my favorite track because they're paying homage to my man Guwap. If you're a real Gucci Mane fan, you would know. Too Much Jewelry, that was Gucci's song on that EA Sports Center. If you never heard EA Sports Center, you need to go back and listen. It's crazy to think that that mixtape dropped 10 years ago. Wilt Chain, bitch. Watch me score a hundred. But anyways, hopefully since FMFU had a week off to give you the chance to listen to Culture 2 and be at your desk twerking all day to Motorsport or whatever your new banger off the album is, hopefully you had that chance. Don't listen to too much trap music at once, though. 
Like I was telling my man, too much trap music makes you angry and possibly even want to Wayne Brady choke a bitch. <laughs> moving on, moving on. It's Friday, but not only is it Friday, it's the first Friday in February. Man, did anybody feel like January just took forever to be over with? Like, that motherfucking month of January just didn't want to fucking end. Like, I know I'm not the only one who felt this way. January was trying to hold us back from getting to our Black History Month. But it's all good. In the words of DMX, we in here. Countdown to Black Panther, T-minus two weeks. Oh. So I was at work the other day and in my office to give you a visual there aren't too many young people that work in my location. The people are nice and we all get along, but being that we don't have as much in common outside of work, I can only keep the talk oh so small. Hence, I usually get on social media and talk shit to y'all because, well, we all relate culturally. You know with certain people you can't discuss certain things. I can't say about how Meek Mill wrongfully got put into jail or anything like that because most of them at work are going to be like, what's a Meek Mill? But anyways... Being that this is the case, there are times when office gossip happens and instead of jumping in the fire of the convo, I just sit my ass there quietly and listen. A wise man once said, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, and that's to listen and understand two times as much as the one thing you want to say. Remember slur. Never forget slur. But anyways, a conversation was commencing the other day. And one thing that came up was the fact of how us young people or the younger generation don't have any urgency and we don't follow up about anything. Now, mind you, I just said there aren't that many young people in my location. So, of course, the convo was with a couple older people. And I told you all before in a previous episode about how I feel we get downplayed by older generations for no reason. So, I mean, with all that being said, initially, this had me ready to jump in and defend us. I'm thinking like my, you know, really, nigga, you trying to play us, my nigga. And, you know, I also kind of took it a little personal in the sense because I know personally I follow up on things and I keep a stronghold on things and keep a quote unquote sense of urgency. You know, that can be whatever it is, whether it's the move for the night, taking a trip, household shit that needs to be done every day. Um, and, and even if I try to take a backseat, it seems like things don't always get executed as well or as efficiently. So I have to do my thing and write the ship. And it's been like that my whole life. And for the most part, I'm the one who has to come up with the plan, you know, and plans that are made need to be executed the way the plan was agreed, unless otherwise notified. Sticking to a plan is how I operate and how it's supposed to be when it comes to just about anything. But moving on, not to make it all about myself, um, just you know, I, I took myself out of the equation and continued listening to how the conversation was going. And and I, I sat back and I thought about how we operate as a collective group. And real talk, I couldn't jump in and say anything because we don't follow up for shit. It's the FMFU podcast, bitch. I've been in plenty of situations in my life with friends and we will all make plans to do something. Might be something like, yo, nigga, let's hit this party. Yo, we, we going to the club tonight, my nigga. Oh, yo, we, we about to go make this move tonight, my nigga. Whatever the scenario might be, you get you get the point. But in any of those scenarios, I don't care who you are. You always have that one friend who you always have to keep your eye on when it comes to making plans. Because every group of friends has a flake. The flake is the one friend that, you know, 
He'll maybe even come up with the plan. He'll lay everything out plan wise and hit you up like, yo, what you doing tonight? Oh, y'all doing this? Okay, yo, I'm down. But then right before it's time to make a move, that friend will just be poof, David Copperfield. So whole time you over here thinking, yeah, we gonna go do this tonight. Yeah, we about to turn up. Yeah, we gonna do that. Blah, blah, blah. But you thinking it's all good the whole time and you know that friend's gonna be there. But in reality, that friend ain't planning on going or want to go in the first place. But he just never told your ass he wasn't going. <laughs> then when you don't hear from him or the time already passes and you ask like the next day, like, yo, bro, you know what happened? I didn't hear from you. I thought we was going to do this. I thought we was going to do that. You know, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. You know, then that nigga hit you with something like, you know, shit, nigga, uh, my fault. You know, insert whatever excuse you want to insert here. I mean, it's fucking crazy, man. We're so bad collectively at this. And it's obviously, obviously, excuse me, we're bad because we all admit we're bad. Take for this, for example, I saw someone post online one time. And uh, it actually wasn't a meme, but it was just somebody's post. And uh, it said something, something like this. It was like, if I make plans on a Tuesday to go out Friday, I don't assume we going out Friday unless I hear back from my friend on Friday. The fucked up part about it is that this shit is actually true only because people don't follow up if a plan changes. I personally had a situation some weeks ago where we were supposed to go to dinner but, you know, a couple hours passed and we didn't hear back from the person for hours. So then we decided to contact them. And then, you know, upon us contacting them, that's when they're going to say, yeah, can can we reschedule? And it's like shit shouldn't be like that, man. Like if you make plans or if you hit me up to do something or you want to make plans and then we end up agreeing to do whatever those said plans were, then if something comes up. And you can't make it. Just let me know. You know, don't just not hit me up at all or wait until I hit you up to check on the plans we originally made to tell me the bad news that you're not going to be able to make it. Just tell me the bad news when you find out you need to postpone. Now, I know some of y'all fucking trivial motherfuckers are probably thinking, man, so, so Reese, you don't never double check on plans when someone says they want to do something. Yeah, I check with most people. Because as I stated with that online post earlier, I have no choice. Unless you're a part of a small group that I just will bet the money on that I just know won't flake on me or at least will give me a heads up. But I tell you this and I keep it real with you. If one of my niggas from back home tell me in January, oh, yeah, I'm flying out there in August. Nigga, I ain't believing that shit until at least I know this nigga is at least booked the flight or is on the plane. <laughs> And that's just a fact. But people in the world flake so much or something, quote unquote, always comes up. You know, you can't really depend on making whatever said move until you hear back, because if you only depend on what was said the first time, you might be waiting on them for nothing. The shit is not cool. I did see another meme that had me cracking up because it was literally about the same situation. So I know you've seen this one because it's recent. So. At the top of this meme, it had the words written across that said, I'll meet y'all there. But the pic is of this nigga Donald Duck in his bed sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And yo, the shit cracks me up all the time because everybody know they be doing shit like this. I mean, or else they wouldn't post it and be laughing. And it's like, you know, you, you get into situations where you make plans because you, you want to go somewhere or maybe your friends are just trying to drag you out. Then later you mad you made the plans because you really didn't feel like going in the first place. It's always that catch 22 type shit. It's the FMFU podcast, bitch. We have to cut this out, people. We got to start keeping it real with our friends when we truly want to do stuff and when we don't want to do stuff. There's nothing wrong with saying, bro, I'm just going to chill with my girl today. Or a lady saying, girl, I'm in bed for the night. Nobody's going to clown you, my nigga. I mean, unless you do it all the time. But we all grownups out here. I'd rather you tell me that than say, yeah, I'm coming, than decide not to come without telling me. Doing that is when we're going to be clowning on your ass if you don't show up. But on the flip side, I will say this, though. If you are one of those friends in a group that's known as the flake, or maybe you don't know, maybe you just now finding out you the flaker based on what you do based on this podcast. Maybe you learned something today. But let's say you are the flake friend. And let's say, you know, when you do say you're going to come to an event, you actually decide to show up. Yo, if you actually come, as soon as you walk in that door, everybody in that bitch to know you as a flake going to be like, hey, Yo, when that flake nigga finally show up to an event, it's like return of the fucking Jedi. Niggas be mad hype. <laughs> Jamaican horn be going off in the background and shit. Keep it real with your friends. Treat your friends the same as if you were at work and had a similar situation. Let's say your boss or your supervisor sends you an email and asks you to do something mandatory. Or let's say it's something to volunteer for and you volunteer to do it. You damn sure better make sure it gets done. You can't tell your boss, hey, my nigga, boss, my nigga, uh, I'll meet you out there. And then be at your desk sleep. You can't do that shit. If you wouldn't do it to your boss, don't do it to your friends. In the words of Margaret Thatcher, watch your thoughts. Before they become your words, watch your words before they become your actions, watch your actions before they become your habits, and watch your habits before they become your character. And we don't want to be perceived to have a flake ass character. That's a from me for us no no. Boo. When I was in college, I learned in communication class about a theory called the Jahari Window Model. Now, you know, this must have stuck with me because real talk, I can't remember shit relevant from college. But the Jahari window model is a technique that helps people better understand their relationship with themselves and others. And it is normally used as a good exercise for co-workers and can be even used in some relationships. To give you a visual of what this model is, let's imagine a big square and put four smaller squares drawn inside, making the big square look similar to a window. Hence why it's called the Jahari window model. In each quadrant or each window, it represents a different type of communication identity. And it's all based on the following. So I'm trying to give you a visual picture here. If we start in the top left corner and then go left to right, the first one in the top left corner is known as your open pane. The open pane is defined as something that's known to self, but also known to others. Moving to the right would be the blind pain. That's something that's not known to self, but something that others notice about you. If we go to the bottom left, then go to the right, you have the hidden pain in the bottom left, which is something that's known to self, but not known to others. 
And then lastly, in the bottom right corner is the unknown pain, which is something that's not known to self and also not known to others. Now, bringing up this point, I think personally out of these four quadrants, they're all important. But one, in my opinion, I've always considered the most important is the blind pain as it's something that is being seen by others, but you have yet to see it for yourself. Sometimes when people discuss things or they're trying to make a point, they don't always see how they're being perceived from others. As I've stated before, perception is key. Let's say you're trying to convince me to believe in something or you want to convince me to do, I don't know, let's just say anything. Sometimes it would depend on how the information is presented to me. Let's say you're trying to spread a word about something important, but you belittle the people because they aren't quote unquote woke or, you know, they're not sure of what you're trying to say. You know, you're not going to be able to get through to your audience that way. That's like if I use this podcast to try to convince you all to vote for someone. But me as a person, I judge everyone and I tell everyone to all their faces. All y'all listeners are some idiots. You're less than me and you know nothing. But here's why you should listen to me. You can't get someone to listen to what you have to say by insulting them. So the blind pain is important because you have to be aware of how you sound when you talk to someone because they won't get the point. I've always felt ignorance does not equal stupidity. Well, let me rephrase that. Casual ignorance doesn't equal stupidity. Willful ignorance does equal stupidity. And that's a whole nother topic. But if we stick to casual ignorance, if someone is ignorant to a fact about anything in life, then your job should be able to educate them in a way that they can relate to. The education should be something that is tailored to them or that fits them. There are billions of people in the world and there is no such thing as a one size fits all technique. Speaking of fitting everyone, I saw this meme and uh, this meme, it had a picture of a bird, a chimpanzee, a penguin, an elephant, a fish, a seal, a dog, and it had a man behind a desk. And it seemed like that all of the animals were part of some type of animal contest or some shit. And the man behind the desk was the American Idol type judge. So the man sitting behind the desk judging, he proceeds to say, for a fair selection, everybody has to take the same exam. Please climb that tree. Now, we aren't talking about tests here because we're talking about communication. But my point is that I stated earlier, everyone is different. You can't deliver information to everyone the exact same way, just as you can't expect an elephant, a penguin or anything other than a monkey to pass the test of climbing a damn tree. These are simple facts that sometimes get overlooked for some odd reason. And it's a very simple concept. Remember who your audience is when delivering and always be cognizant of what you're saying. You know, you might even be blind to some things, but that's OK. This is why other people should be able to point them out to you. You know, I might be like, ha ha ha, bitch, fuck you. You know, and it's all a joke. But if I go, bitch, mother, fuck you, you know, that shit is real. <laughs> I had something that's been grinding my gears lately. So you know what really grinds my fucking gears? People not realizing that there is a fact to everything in the world. Everything in the world technically has a correct answer. If it is a fact. Like most people tend to base certain factual things and come to their conclusions only based on their own opinions. You can't base only your own opinion and throw out facts as irrelevant just because of how you want to see something or how you want to be right. 
Like take this idea for example. I borrowed this from a meme, so it might sound familiar to y'all. So let's say I draw a number on the ground and um, my intention when I draw this number on the ground is, well, I want it to be one number, one a number, only one number, that's it. So I'm walking down the street, I got my chalk and uh, it's nice white bright chalk and I take it and I'm nine years old. So I'll draw the number nine on there. I draw, I just turned nine. So I draw the number nine on the street, you know? So if I draw it and leave it, and people come and they see it and they'll look and they'll be like, well, what is it? Is it, is it a nine or a six? You know, most people, two people probably argue back and forth like, you know, well, it can be a six or it can be a nine. It depends on the angle you look at it, you know, or some shit like, well, just because you're right does not mean that I am wrong. You ain't seen my life. Bullshit. Now let's think about this. This is a very weird scenario, but... It puts things into perspective. So I, I'm the original artist. I'm nine years old. I drew this number on the sidewalk or on the street as a nine. I only want it to be a nine. So that's what it is. Just because you looked at it the wrong way and you see what you want to see doesn't mean that, oh, well, shit, my nigga, we both right. No, it would not be a six. So that means that you're wrong. People think that because they looked at a fact differently than whatever, then that means that both people can be right. You got to remember, people, facts are facts, and you can't change that. If we jumped into an opinions type conversation for me to bring all this up, then that would change the whole damn scenario. But because we're not and I don't change the narrative, my point still stands valid. Stick to the script, people. Facts are facts, and that's that. Opinions only get you so far. Thank you for listening to the FMFU podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to receive all the latest podcasts when they release. Also, be sure to follow FMFU on Twitter and Instagram at FMFU underscore podcast. Remember, people, if no one is going to be honest with you, your boy Reese will. And that's always. Until next time, fuckers. Fuckers.